Hello, and welcome to Talking Psych with Doc Raz. I'm your host, Doc Raz. So, in the United States of America, October is a month for many things, such as Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. It also includes Mental Illness Awareness Week. But the piece that I want to focus on today is Down Syndrome Awareness Month. Now, Down Syndrome Awareness Month was first designated as such in October in the 1980s. It's a month focused on raising awareness and celebrating the many abilities of those with Down Syndrome. Down Syndrome Awareness Month seeks to break down barriers and focus on advocacy for those with Down Syndrome. For those that don't know, let's go into some background and information about Down Syndrome. Now, Down syndrome is a condition in which a person is born with an extra chromosome, which, to make sure we're all on the same page, chromosomes are those packets of genes that determine everything about our body, how they form, how they function, you know, they, they kind of dictate it all. Now, a baby typically has 46 chromosomes, but a baby with Down syndrome has an extra copy or an extra part of a copy of chromosome 21. There are multiple types of Down syndrome, which I'll talk about a little bit more later. And so that's why it's either a full copy or part of a copy. It's been estimated that there are over 400,000 Americans living with Down syndrome, that their average life expectancy at this time is 60 years, and that annually, I've seen a couple estimates range from 5,100 to 6,000 Americans are born annually with Down syndrome. So this would make it that about approximately one out of every 772 babies born in the United States has Down syndrome. It is the most common chromosomal condition. And this knows no bounds. Down syndrome occurs in people of all races, economic levels, though the only thing that they've really found that has any sort of correlation is older women giving birth have a higher chance of having a, a child with Down syndrome. But that does not mean younger women cannot have them either. They just have a slightly lower chance. You know, it's been noted that a 35-year-old woman has about a 1 in 350 chance of conceiving a child with Down syndrome, and this chance gradually increases to about 1 in 100 by the age of 40. At age 45, it goes down even further to about 1 in 30. Now, that extra copy of chromosome 21, or that extra piece of a copy, changes how the baby's body and brain develops, and it causes some differences. The physical differences can vary from person to person, but commonly include a flattened facial profile, a shorter neck with maybe some excessive skin at the base of the neck, a smaller head, ears, mouth, and decreased muscle tone and looser joints. So they are much more flexible, but they are probably also going to more likely need some physical therapy as a toddler or a small child to kind of meet some of those developmental milestones that maybe others meet. Again, they are all different as they are, like the rest of us, all individual. And so somebody may have Down syndrome, 
and they may be perfectly physically capable in meeting all of those kind of typical milestones at the same time that other kids do. It can also cause intellectual and developmental symptoms that can lead to cognitive impairment, which is just meaning that they're thinking their IQ may not be as high and they may need some extra support. And again, there's a, there's a range. And so just because someone has Down syndrome, that is not a limiting factor overall. It's just going to influence things. But some cognitive issues that are common are shortened attention span, poor judgment, some impulsive behavior. Maybe it's going to take them a little bit longer to learn. They may have delayed speech and language development. Those are some of the differences that we see. Now, thankfully, these individuals have been more accepted into our society. And so we are getting to know more about them. Like I said, there's three types. And so the three types are, there's the, now if I don't say these right, please forgive me. Phonics was never my strong suit. Trisomy, 21. So that means they are born with a full extra copy of chromosome 21. So there are three copies instead of the usual two. There's translocation. So this means that part of chromosome 21 breaks off during the cell division and attaches to another chromosome. Or there is the mosaicism, which is a mixture of the two types of cells, some containing the usual 46, some containing 47. And so there's not that clean, perfect copy being made. Now, we are a lot further than we were in the past, and some societies are more accepting than others. So in ancient times, those with Down syndrome were often killed or abandoned. And sadly, this is even true in some countries. So in some European countries, um, they are mostly aborted. In Denmark, I have come across the kind of the figure of 98% of those with Down syndrome diagnoses in, in utero are terminated in France, 77, and frankly, even in the United States, I've seen 67% were reported to terminate a fetus with a Down syndrome diagnosis. Um, and in Iceland, it's been reported that only one or two babies a year are born with Down syndrome. And so some of this comes about that they are now aborted instead of abandoned or killed is because Tests can be done during pregnancy to find out if the baby has these things. But the whole point of kind of the month is to fight against some of this because I think a lot of that can come from fear, from misinformation, and from concerns of what is my life going to be like if I choose to raise a child coming into the world that is disabled. You know, it's a little bit different if you've been raising a child and they get hit by a car and now they are disabled versus a child that you know from before they were born or shortly after they were born that that they're going to be disabled in some level and so i think trying to give a fuller picture 
of Down syndrome and what those individuals' lives can be like is something I am very passionate about. I think in general, my passion lies in advocating for those that are discriminated and stigmatized against. Because if we are all human, if my belief is we are all deserving of love and kindness, and so that must mean, that means to me that part of my job in the world is to help fight and advocate for those that get the shorter end of the stick undeservingly. Now, their lives are, are not the easiest. You know, they may have a number of health issues. You know, they're more likely, or some common health issues can be hearing loss, sleep apnea, ear infections, eye disease. A number of them are born with heart defects, which can certainly also be frightening for parents. You know, sending your wee ones in to possibly have major heart surgery when they're when they're very small. And they also have higher risks for some intestinal blockage, hip dislocation. I imagine some of that is because of the lower muscle tone, right? It's not kind of keeping everything tight together. Thyroid disease, anemia, iron deficiency, anemia. They are at slightly higher risk of developing leukemia in infancy or early childhood. Um, or Hirschsprung disease, which is an illness of the gut that can cause constipation. That's less than 1%, but for some people that might be kind of scary. They are also likely to develop dementia or Alzheimer's disease. Again, this is not all of them, but these are things that, that people might be frightened of, which would lead them to kind of withdraw from a possible child coming into their life with Down syndrome. Now, the beauty is that as this month continues, as there are institutions and organizations and individuals fighting for them, we have seen, you can find them on the internet pretty easily, examples of the amazing things that they can do. And it's amazing because they've been put in such tiny boxes that that they've had to sort of fight through or have help fighting through. But I mean, we've seen organizations where they're able to, I mean, some have owned businesses, you know, they work fulfilling jobs, they have relationships and, you know, they may get married. They can go to college and, you know, a number of them have, there's... You know, there's a video of them testifying before Congress. And so just because somebody has a diagnosis of Down syndrome does not mean that their life is going to be this horrible thing that I think, again, some people are very concerned about. And yet there is still more work to be done. There is still more advocacy needed. I mean, if we just look at their employment, you know, I came across the statistic that 57% are employed with only 3% being full-time, 26% excuse me, volunteering, and almost 3% are self-employed. But th I mean, that still means that, you know, there's, there's 10 to 20% of them that aren't engaged in some form of work or volunteering. You know, for a number of people in general, 
we want to contribute. We want to feel like we have meaning, we have purpose. And one of the ways that our society is set up to do that is through gainful employment or volunteering where you use your time to benefit others. And so it is disheartening to see the statistic that some of them may still be being shut out of that space unnecessarily, or maybe there's not resources in their area to help give them the supports they would need to thrive in those spaces. And so that is part of why I wanted to touch on this month. This is something that I am very passionate about. This is something I feel called in general to speak on. And so if this is something that's registered with you, you know, you made it this far in the episode and weren't like, okay, thanks for the lesson. You know, you might be feeling like, okay, that sounds good enough. I want to help support this month. How the heck do I do that? Well, some things you can do are to join a buddy walk. You know, according to the National Down Syndrome Society, the buddy walk has grown to be the largest and most recognizable Down Syndrome Awareness Program. And they have over 250 walks that take place in all 50 states and some international countries as well. You can also volunteer. Obviously, you can volunteer during this month, but there are a number of organizations such as Special Olympics where they have events throughout the year or they're going to be looking for coaches. And you're not only supporting individuals with Down syndrome then, down syndrome then, but other disabled individuals to, again, engage in meaningful activity that helps make them, makes their lives brighter and more beautiful and allows them to engage in the activities that, you know, many of us like to. Just because someone's disabled or functions a little bit differently does not mean for any reason that they cannot do with some support and some tweaks, many of the same things that kind of average people do. Another way is to spread the word. So talking about Down Syndrome Awareness Month, carrying out 31 random acts of kindness each day in October, sharing 31 facts about, you know, Down Syndrome during the month. Again, if we're looking ahead, a number of people kind of gear up for 321 because of right three copies of chromosome 21. And so for a number of folks on that day, they will wear mismatched socks. They may wear specific t-shirts to commemorate. Obviously you can donate money for some people. That's kind of what they have the most time for is to give money so others can then do that work. That is fine. There are again, a number of organizations, you know, right now, in this year, 2022, I am fundraising for the National Down Syndrome Society. I will include the link under the podcast episode if you would like to donate to that. But there are just a number of things that we can do to help support and get the word out. And if you hear misinformation, if you hear stigmatizing comments, you can also just shut that down. Just, you know, we don't talk like that. Or that's incorrect. You know, unless we say something, things are going to continue, whether that's ableism, sexism, racism, bigotry, any form of discrimination. Unless we say something and start correcting other people and 
giving them correct information or just the like, hey, that's not tolerated here, bug off, things will continue. So anyway, I get a little bit, I get very passionate. So that's some of what you're seeing today. Anywho, I hope you all have a lovely day, that you do something nice for yourself. And if you would like to reach out, you can email me at talkinpsych at docraz, talkinpsych at docraz, at gmail.com, or you can reach out on Instagram or TikTok. Bye.